What's up, Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Cleveland, Ohio, on the commute, talking real estate, commercial, residential, multifamily apartment buildings, light industrial, buying, selling, leasing, property management, construction management, and consulting, um, and development. We're into the first week in April, 2021. Um, It's a Friday, getting warmer here in Cleveland. Real estate is still moving pretty quickly uh, as far as residential and multifamily. So hopefully that continues. Prices continue to inch up. Um, I think we're hitting a plateau as far as um, where prices are now in in general in Cleveland, but they're still a lot higher than uh, year over year. Uh, So if we compare last year, 2020, at this time to 2021, um, still a slight increase, um, but not as steep as from 2019 to 2020 at this time. I think last year um, at this time I started because the commercial was slowing down during the pandemic. Um, I was uh, showing houses to buyers of residential and I was just amazed at how much more houses were selling for uh, during that time because uh, the demand was so high and there wasn't a lot of listings. Same is true right now. Uh, not a lot of listings and demand is still very high. So hopefully that continues. It's our, our challenge is finding listings to sell. I do have a couple off-market listings. For those of you listening, um, they may or may not be available. But um, I have a seven-unit apartment building in Westlake, Ohio, uh, all one-bedroom. I can get you details on that. Um, I think that's uh, being listed at 400000 And then I have a listing um, for, or coming up, for three-family uh, uh, property in Parma, Ohio. They're looking for about two hundred eighty-five, two hundred ninety thousand for that property. Um, and then I have a two-family in Parma. Um, needs some finishing work in TLC, but... Um, should be a nice rental property for anybody who picks it up. Uh, I think the one, down unit probably get a thousand dollars a month, and the up unit about eight hundred fifty dollars a month. Um, they're asking one thirty five, one hundred thirty five thousand for that property. So get a hold of me four four zero nine four one three six nine two if you need some more information on that, um, or you could message me on my Instagram at mike mendoza two one six. Um, so, uh, commercial listings are, are going pretty well. We have a potential, uh, listing of a light industrial site, um, 20,000 square foot warehouse, which a, uh, major phone company is using, but their lease is up at the end of the year. So, um, that's sitting on five acres of land. So the land could have some possibilities for, um, uh, revenue generation like for storage units and um, other things, uh, parking of uh, vehicles and RVs, boats, that sort of thing. So doing research on that currently to see what the potential is and then also to assign a value. Uh, The seller may be interested in selling the property, um, uh, but it would be based on the potential income that could be generated if it was developed. So that is on the west side of Cleveland. Um, 
and let's see, uh, there's another restaurant space, um, sort of like, uh, I want to say, I'm probably uh, not describing it correctly, but uh, almost like a timeshare uh, kitchen, where it, um, if you have a small business um, that you're trying to get off the ground, that uh, they would lease this uh, kitchen to you on a short-term basis. Um, if you're doing catering that needs to be done in a commercial kitchen, um, then you could you could use it for however amount of time you need, a day or two days, and then you know they would lease that space out to you for that purpose. So um, going right now to one of our commercial listings, a uh, 18,000 square foot grocery store uh, to um, get some answers uh, to questions from a potential buyer. So meeting one of the property managers there to go through, we're getting on the roof to uh, try and uh, get on the roof to see what's going on up there. But we have to use some bolt cutters to cut the lock off of it, um, that sort of thing. So um, I will be back uh, with uh, more info and uh, we can continue this conversation. Back again, talking real estate. Um, Mike Mendoza, episode two for the day. Um, just uh, recapping my week. It's been a uh, pretty fast week. Was in New York City this uh, Monday, and it was pretty much dead. There was nobody on the streets. Um, well, at least it seemed like it for New York City. There was plenty of people there, but not as many. Um, I would say at 25% of what it normally is from what I remember years ago when I visited, you know, basically jam-packed traffic. Um, streets uh, are packed with tourists and and residents, and but uh, really none of that. Uh, most of the attractions were open, and we were able to see that. So it was a good time to visit New York City. The weather was, was good in the mid-60s, and um, yeah, had a, had a great time. Um, and then came back uh, on Tuesday and uh, was back at it with real estate and, and everything else. Um, currently, it's still uh, basketball season uh, for summer, um, spring and summer AAU, so got a lot of that going on. But um, as far as real estate goes, you know, just continually realizing that um, your relationships with people, um, especially in commercial real estate, is where you're going to get um, your best leads and you, the majority of your leads. Um, not many leads are going to come from uh, soliciting, uh, using uh, advertising to attract people. Uh, really, those relationships... Um, uh, either refer you or they come directly to you because they trust you. I mean, that's big, it's really big in real estate. You know, you're dealing with um, significant transactions, uh, sometimes in the millions of dollars. You're not going to get uh, somebody, unless your company is big um, and has a reputation. But I think even even still, now nowadays, the big names um, don't hold as much weight, um, especially in that middle market where, uh, you know, small businesses um, and uh, smaller operations really 
um, don't care about, um, you know, if you're with a big firm or not. As long as they trust you, as long as they uh, can see that you're competent in what you're doing um, and then you have experience, then I think um, you can get that listing. So I'm talking about listings probably under $5 million, um, you know, and that's where... I think majority of us uh, that are just uh, uh, in this space are, are working in. Obviously, you have the big deals, but you know, again, I think those are more suited for the bigger firms like CBRE and and uh, those types. But um, plenty of real estate around. It's it's amazing. I think everybody. Well, obviously, everybody has to live somewhere. Everybody has to work somewhere. So their their connection with that property uh, somehow may be able to benefit you based on your relationship with them. So don't discount anybody. They could be um, an entry-level employee at a corporation, but they might have a really good relationship with the CEO um, uh, or whatnot um, to uh, refer you over to... Um, um, for services, for real estate services, whether it's brokerage, whether it's consulting on property management or corporate services, anything like that. So uh, you never know. So always let people know what you're doing. Let people know what uh, services you offer so that when they think of you, then um, or when they're in a situation, they can think, oh, Mike told me that they do this. Let me talk to my um uh, friend who's a decision maker about that particular property and uh, see if if Mike can help. So I've I've gotten most of my business that way, and um, you know so I, I just need to be you know just uh, being self-critical of myself and um, my uh, promotion that I just need to be promoting every day. And I haven't like I, I'll admit I was. Um, you know, posting every day on Instagram and, and sharing stuff on Facebook. Um, but, uh, I just need to do that. And I just need to get, um, you know, uh, some advertising out. Um, and I just, you know, contradicted that saying most of your stuff is going to be, um, from referrals and people that you know, but it's to build your reputation. The people that tr- know and trust you have to see that stuff also, so if they see that stuff, they'll remember you, and then hopefully you'll get them to um, refer you business, and then hopefully you'll able you'll be able to solicit business from people that you don't have a relationship, based on putting that info out there. You're, you know, and I learned this a long time ago. This is before internet was um, really around, but uh, this uh, book called The uh, Little Red Book of uh, Selling by uh, Jeffrey Gittimer you know, same principles, like just different medium, different platforms. Um, This little book uh, told you in any kind of sales, you just need to be seen as the expert. So publishing articles, um, talking about your your craft, uh, just showing people that you know what you're doing, um, which, you know, this is an example, doing this podcast is really for me um, to document my journey, but also... Um, the comments I've gotten have shown that, um, you know, uh, people learn uh, and take tidbits from what I'm doing just based on my experience that they haven't experienced. So, um, you know, in that, in that sense, 
um, I can be seen as the expert, not because, you know, of anything special. It's just I have been involved in that situation. So, you know, we're, we're getting involved in a lot of situations now. Um, redevelopment of uh, properties with nonprofit organizations and, you know, working with small businesses and in a lot of different uh, capacities, um, you know, trying to value vacant land, uh, trying to value um, and assess uh, situations with properties. Um, had a current uh, current situation where somebody reached out to me from Delaware and they bought the note for a house in um, a, a BC neighborhood and there's a tenant in there and you know uh, they called us because we were the closest brokerage to that property um, and uh, you know I was able to help them out and uh, um, but never really did anything like that well I guess I did it for myself as an investor but for another client um, in that type of situation have never done that before so now I can you know um, tout that as one of my services you know doing um, comparative market analysis on vacant land and giving my opinion on what can be done on that particular property uh, whether it's residential or commercial and you know the the uh, landscape of the neighborhood because investors are investing um, uh, from out of state or out of the local area they need somebody like you to tell them um, what 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 the deal is with uh, certain properties and what potentials there are the information about the particular neighborhood that it sits in and if it's a viable investment so um, again so all those services are are adding to my resume and you know I, I can definitely say it's 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 great it's a challenge and um, you know it's, it's it's great to be constantly learning and doing these things so with that I'm going to uh, let, I'm at the uh, grocery store that we're going to be going through um, so I will come back with an update on what happened there what we learned and um, hopefully you'll get something out of that what's up Mike Mendoza fast real estate services Cleveland Ohio on the commute we're talking real estate today is May 27th almost Memorial Day weekend almost halfway through the year of 2021 so um, you know, like I always say on these, um, time is fleeting. Time goes by so fast. So, um, and with the pandemic and everything else that's going on in the world, um, sometimes it's good that fast, uh, that time is going by quickly. Um, but at the same time, uh, time is, is a really precious asset that we can't get back and we got to make the most of it. So hopefully um, you've been making the most of uh, your 2021 time. I think there's a ton of opportunity to be had. I think uh, business is going to really shoot up um, in the second, uh, uh, third and fourth quarter of uh, 2021. So you just got hopefully you've been preparing. We've been preparing since 2020, even end of 2019, we're always preparing uh, for different things. And, um, you know, when it comes to real estate, so Cleveland market, still pretty hot on the residential side. Um, I'm, I'm just having fears of uh, inflation with so much money 
um, that's being printed into the system that, uh, you know, we're seeing rising gas prices, um, rising housing prices. Some of that is due to actual supply and demand, but I think some of that is now going to be. Sorry, we got cut off there. Call came in. Hazards of the job, commuting and being uh, trying to record on the podcast. But anyway, we're talking about inflation. I I just have a fear that inflation is going to cause a big um, uh, effect on the marketplace when it comes to pricing. You know, we know that supply and demand um, has affected uh, pricing upward. And now uh, I believe, um, and we're seeing signs of it, with so much um, money being printed into the system that uh, uh, inflation is going to um, creep in. And then uh, along with inflation, um, if the feds um, see that happening, then I just see also interest rates rising. So I think there's going to be a cooling off in the marketplace or maybe a correction in the marketplace as far as pricing and values and things like that based on all of those factors so um we'll see we'll see what happens uh i just been uh through these cycles before and uh this is what normally happens so um that's uh, the consequence of uh you know these uh incredible stimulus uh spending that the current administration is is putting out there and um, we'll see what long-term effects that has on the economy and um, on real estate in general. So, um, you know, we're working on uh, trying to get some development uh, um, uh, things going. Uh, So different projects. We still have the Variety Theater uh, that we're trying to get off the ground, but uh, several other uh, either single-family residential to multifamily residential um, to small mixed use uh, retail type commercial uh, spaces. So we are definitely looking to do some investment ourselves into these properties, still working with a lot of brokerage clients, both on the commercial side, multifamily side. Um, I do have some off-market properties. Um, they may be a little bit uh, on the mar- uh, closer to the market price side of things, but I guess in the long term, um, uh, you know, a lot of these properties may be worth worth it uh, to acquire now, um, depending on what happens um, uh, with the economy in the next year uh, or so. With uh, if you're going to see a, uh, I would assume, um, a slowdown in in the marketplace as far as. Um, uh, home ownership is concerned if interest rates go up and also if inflation is causing uh, houses to be priced out of the market or not many people able to afford it uh, uh, when that time comes. So um, I think multifamily properties, uh, people will still uh, continue to remain renting. I have a a client right now that um, is looking on the west side of Cleveland and there's literally less than 10 houses um, that get listed at any given time uh, during even during the peak season for buying and selling here in the Cleveland market um, uh, that fit her criteria 
So um, that is, uh, you know, uh, true uh, stats that I'm seeing every day because we're looking. I'm trying to see what property, what new properties get listed every day um, in her criteria, which is, you know, basic uh, under $150,000 small house. It's a single girl that is looking to buy um, and I think living with her mom and uh, you know so they're looking for a smaller house and uh, can't find anything under 150000 in the west side suburbs which is where they want to be uh, so we will continue to look for them but um, you know just to give you an idea of uh, the scarcity of properties in the marketplace right now um, so and those people continue to rent uh, uh, if price prices um, remain high and they can't afford a house that uh, they that fit their uh, uh, max lending capability. Um, other things going on, yeah, just uh, trying to build our uh, um, clientele, whether it's residential listings, residential buyers, um, multifamily buyers in the one to four unit space. And then we categorize uh, buyers of five to uh, 20 uh, units on the residential side and then uh, commercial and other anything um, on the commercial space side, retail, office, light industrial. Um, Currently working with uh, uh, two parties that are looking for uh, auto repair shop space and uh, and a space to um, store cars and um, uh, pull parts uh, from those cars to resell. So um, let's see. Uh, um, yeah, I mean our 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 goals remain the same. You know, if you listen to this podcast, uh, even a couple years ago before the pandemic you know we're uh looking to build our brokerage uh looking to build uh our uh own investment portfolios um and then uh thirdly we're we're looking to uh expand our services uh particularly what we call corporate services uh uh within fast where we're offering um uh, property management services and other advisement services uh to owners of uh, shopping centers, um, office spaces, mixed-use spaces, uh, thing, uh, even residential spaces. So lots, lots going on in that space, and um, we're going to continue to, to uh, chip away, and I will keep you all updated on, on everything that's going on um, uh, within the summer. So hopefully I'll be, uh, like I always <laughs> say, I'm going to try to be on, more, on a more regular pace on on the podcast but um always you can uh contact us uh directly uh you my cell phone number 440-941-3692 and um you can uh direct message us on instagram uh, mike mendoza 216 and uh obviously you can email us uh at mendoza at fast-res.com i'll try to leave that in the description um, for this episode. So with that, um, we will be leaving you. So um, it's been a while, but 
keep keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing. <laughs>